awesome was, levels. It was so good. How'd you guys wake up? You guys are pros. How'd you guys I wake actually, up? I woke up really early. I felt I, fucking I woke great. Up, I woke up 6.30, 7 o'clock. Went to the restaurant this morning early. Well, good mezcal I just tasted doesn't like, give you like Exactly. Hangover. I just tasted like, I just still was burping up mezcal. <laughs> like, I tasted like, I tasted more like the margarita galaguetza, but like the mezcal, like, I The maracucha stays with you forever. Like yeah. I said, that one just lingers. The tail yeah. one is super long. Good mezcal makes you feel like a million dollars. Well, then good liquor, liquor, uh, good liquor, yes. you know, yeah. like uh, if you take any alcohol, any liquor bottle and you shake it. So, you know, the pearls, Las Perlas, the, what the bar is named after is right. the pearls. And that's when you shake it, all the little bubbles, the longer they live, the better the mezcal oh, is. Yeah. That's according to, you know. Well, what, is, what, what is the factor on that? So when, when people start adding chemicals to the liquor, that mm. uh, helps to solve the bubbles quicker. So if you take a really cheap alcohol and you shake it, you get almost no bubbles because the, the chemicals in it. Kind of just uh, it impedes the bubbles from forming. You've been here hmm. two minutes. You're already dropping booze Seriously. knowledge. <laughs> Let's just like jump right in. Let's just so jump much. right in here, folks. Welcome to yet another episode of Young About Pate. Woo. I'm Carl Hess here as always with Joel Miller. Yo, Joel, would you like to introduce our guest? He's already dropping knowledge. He's, he's already, dropped, <laughs> he's he's already, already dropping, dropping wisdom. Science. He's already dropped off Cuban cigars for us. Already dropped off some mm. I Love Michelada mix there in the red. Mm-hmm. Our amazing guest. Fernando Lopez. Fernando Lopez in the house, folks. Of, Where's Airhorn? Of of Galagetsa fame, mm-hmm. a Koreatown institution, a Los of Angeles food. institution. Thank you. A Gale- Los Angeles institution. Gale- so, well, if Koreatown is an institution of Los Angeles, yes, yes. La- a favorite of me and Joel for a long time. No, no, no. My, you guys were there last night. My favorite. Yeah, <laughs> we, favorite. we were there last night. We yeah. had a, we had a mezcal tasting. Uh, we got schooled and mes- you're so knowledgeable. It's it's a pleasure to drink with a man just, so knowledgeable. When when you do something enough, you learn about it. Yeah, that's true. Also, let the record show. Fernando is the first guest to roll in with gifts. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what this the is fuck? a notice to all other food luminaries and comedians that if you're coming on the show, don't show up empty-handed. He rolled in with Cuban cigars and fucking Michelada mix because you're a classy, you're a class act. That's why. It's called. Uh, it's it's uh, what do you call that? I'm just trying to make you guys talk good it's about it. It's reverse hospitality. I should be offering you hospitality around <laughs> my house. You're rolling you just, in with gifts. You just pour water for them like an idiot. <laughs> the like, water's already here, enjoy, so it's enjoy your tepid water, Fernando. Oh, thanks for the Cubans. Well, this is this is great. And I, and I thanks for coming on. And yeah, last night was so fun because, I don't know, when someone's passionate about something, and it's like, you know, it's one thing to just do like a mezcal flight. You know, you drink the mezcal. Oh, the different ones taste good. But like... You, you got a lot of passion and you got a lot of knowledge. And I think that really, it makes it a fucking pleasure. I hope it comes through. It I mean, comes it through. definitely came through last night. <laughs> it definitely came through. You came through big time. I think I, we tried, what, in total 10 mezcals? Mm-hmm. Around there, we, our yeah. table was just covered in bottles. It was covered. It was littered. But that's how you do Littered it. with mezcals. It was littered as it should be. Sight to behold. As it should be. How do we, how do we meet? We met through... Um, we met... Um, let's trace it back. I think... I mean, you, you came we, to dinner with. Uh, I came to dinner a long time ago, but I actually think we we met met at the Wallace when you no, came in. Oh, and, at the Wallace and, and Marcelo introduced Marce- us. I, I thought you came yeah. to the restaurant with Marcelo. I came to the restaurant with Marcelo after that. Ah, okay, okay. After okay. that, we, um, I've been going to Galagetsa for a decade. Yeah, I remember you told. That was now. the first thing you told me. My 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 good friend uh, Claudia, who lives in Utah. Shout out to Utah. Shout, Shout out to Utah. Nas- so national parks. My brother lives. It's a beautiful um, state. It's a cool place. So I've heard. So uh, I've heard. So I've heard. Uh, so I've seen in pictures. Um, she took me there. She's uh, Guatemalan, just like me. We're going to both Guatemalan, 
and uh, she's like, this is my, this is like a great Oaxacan restaurant. Like you got to go. It lived in the Valley. So like, I never would go to Koreatown. Really? No, you like, you were out of touch. Yeah. I was out of touch. I mean, also, I would go back to like, then, oh. Koreatown is not the hotbed that it is now. Oh, what year was that? I mean, 10, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Koreatown's always been popping. It's just always been hidden. Right. It, it's like, been, it's always been popping for Koreans yeah. and people in the know. Exactly. You know and, and people yeah. who want to go get Korean barbecue, right, like right, good right, Korean right. barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been an amazing culinary uh, uh, jewel chest. It was right. actually it was actually always like a really good after hour spot. Right. But, but you had to Koreans know. love that after hour spot. In Koreatown, you used to be able to drink till 10 in the morning. I mean, there are st- still places where yeah, you can. I remember so going to Arbor. It's not so much. Back yeah. in the not day. so much anymore. Yeah, Arbor. Arbor was at the corner of our first restaurant. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, you can drink. You can go anywhere. Now, lately, those places you have to really know the people. Yeah. Like I've gone some places where I knock and there's a little opening. Yeah. And they check if you're Korean. And if right. You're not, the little slide yeah. in the yeah, door. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody oh, sees yeah. the wizard. No yeah. way. No <laughs> how. But they'll, they'll see. They'll be like, "We're close." <laughs> there's clearly a party behind them. There's like, "We're close." I yeah, feel exactly. like you need to know some Korean people in the know to get into those places. I think what happened is like uh, Yelp happened, right? right? I think what happened is it got blown up. Right. People were like, check out this cool after hour spot. Yeah, yeah. There are no police yeah, at yeah, exactly, all. Yeah. A, a reoccurring theme in this show is shitting on unreservedly Yelp. on Yelp. <laughs> I don't know about shitting. Uh, those, uh, Yelp has always existed in some form or another, right? That's true. If Before it, if, it was just texts. Right. Before it was just like phone calls, but now it's just public. It's like eavesdropping on people's conversations about restaurants. I mean, you have had kind of a front row seat to watch the changing landscape of not only LA, but Koreatown in particular. Well, not yeah. only that, just the specific, also Galagetsa. Galagetsa has changed a lot since... It opened. Yeah. Since it's inception. It's been open since 1994. 94. Uh, May 94. Damn. Jesus. Yeah, the that first is one. a long and The time. first one had like three tables. So it was three tables and my dad and like, I remember he was telling me a story about how he made the, the pricing. Right, this, is, this is the legend of his pricing. <laughs> He's saying that he, he opened up the first day. He had no, he had no real menu, no prices. Right. The first customer walks in. And they're like, how much is that tamale? He's like, I don't know. Let me bring it out. He brought out the tamale. He's like, how much would you pay for it? <laughs> and the lady was like, eh, $5. He was like, all right. Tamale mole, $5. <laughs> to and clarify, then, yeah. is it the size of the tamale that you are serving yeah, same now? One. That same thing one. is not... For, that it, you need to warn people on your <laughs> menu. For the record, we ordered a tamale last night, and it is approximately the size of a car battery. <laughs> that is the <laughs> largest fucking tamale. It's Oaxacan size. It's Oaxacan size. In Oaxaca, we have a tendency to overserve. I mean, it's it's like hospitality. You know, it's, right. it, that's the culture of Oaxaca. So what happens a lot? So what, what happens in weddings, right? You get invited to a wedding, and the weddings. First of all, getting invited is a big thing. It's very everything's very formal. Okay. Like if you're getting invited to a proper wedding, you show up with cigars or uh, cigarettes. And you, you show up with like a hand. You get Showing cigarettes. up with like a carton of Marlboros, like <laughs> no, such a classy legit, like, wedding like Marlboros or back there was like probably like Fados or something. Like, wow. unfil- like no, uh, filter. no, no filters. I yeah, kind of yeah, love yeah. that. And you show up and then you smoke a cigarette. And when someone shows up with that, it's like that you know you're getting invited to something. Right. So you show up and you make small talk and like and it leads up to it. But everybody knows that it's going towards the invitation. And you have to do it months in advance. Like you can't just show up, you know. So my dad was telling really? me a story. My dad was telling me that like if you run into someone in the street, and they invite you somewhere, you don't you don't show up. Like if okay. we if we that was just small talk and it wasn't it a was real small invite. talk because it wasn't a proper invitation. It was just he invited like, you to not be rude. We didn't even smoke any cigs, bro. That, yeah, exactly. that wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. He invited you to not be rude, right? Yeah. Like in case you've heard of the party, he doesn't want to be like right, right, right. Like oh, I saw him and he invited. Right. Me. So it's just out of in, out of court, uh, you know, just at being cordial. I kind of love that though because then it's like. But it's it's like that, a tacit yeah. understanding that like he mentioned it, but he doesn't want me. To yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna start doing no cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, I'm gonna start being like, hey, you want to come over tonight? 
and I'm gonna slip someone a Lucy. Yeah, right. and I'll be and they'll know right. I really mean yeah. it. Unless you get slipped a Lucy, you stay the fuck out of my house. Exactly. I can't, I can't wait to invite you somewhere, Carl, and give you nothing, and then just turn away and I'm be like, like, I don't know. I hope, I hope he gets it. Should I, I hope show he understands. Up? I don't want him to be there. Come watch Game of Thrones. No cigarettes. No cigarettes. Should I go? <laughs> no, but the reason why it happens is then like everybody has a, a clear understanding of how many people will show up. Right. So then, like, they can plan it. They can, they plan can get it. the right it's amount of food. Yeah. They can get the right amount of massive because, tamales. Because food is so important. We need 14 car battery sized tamales. So then, like, if anything happens, say say you're you're running late, something happens, you can't show you can't show up on time. Right. Even if you get there late, your food will be ready in the kitchen. See, I fucking love, this is such a good system. No, I, it, it's is the this best specific system. to Oaxaca? It's well, it's 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 how my parents do okay. it in their towns. Okay. It's every region has their own thing, but like in Mitla, Medatlan, where they're from. That's how you do it. That's awesome. I like that. Fuck. We got to adopt you that. You always have enough food and you keep out the people who suck. Yeah, it's exactly. such a good policy. Keep out the riffraff riff so and the bellies so, are full. Yeah, yeah. Like even in the US, how there's that whole like urban versus rural kind of thing. Like in the, in the towns, right. it's like oh, people are urban. more polite. Yeah, and, like, in, the, in, the, in the small, small towns, we're like, oh, those urban people just show up with like all their friends uninvited. <laughs> right. Fucking urban people just showing up to parties <laughs> uninvited. Yeah. I, don't, I, bet, city I bet they dwellers. don't even have cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't even give them a cigarette. I didn't even give them shit. What, you got a filtered cigarette? You're not invited. So your parents have since moved back to Oaxaca. Yeah, they, yeah. And, they, and you and your sisters are running the restaurant. My sisters now. now, yeah. We own it and we run it. That's amazing. That's, how, yeah, how, that's cool. When did your parents move back to Oaxaca? The timeline's kind of gray. I always okay. forget. Specific, probably like six, seven years ago. Okay. Like five, six. They were five, like, our work here ago. is done. We've, we've built an amazing institution and we have. Really. I think it was more like them being uh, over it. Okay. Like, right, or, or They've been doing the it time, for a long time. At the time. Because, you know, I think I told you guys uh, how, like, it was all the bankruptcy and everything. So it was right, just a 2008, lot of financial crisis. And it was just kind of like uh, being t- slightly tired of the whole situation and yeah. just wanted to yeah. step away from it a while, for a bit. Uh, it's, but since they've gotten their energy back, now they're doing all these things. They're, they're helping us build a house out there. My parents build their own house. Oh, that's all. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How is, how is it running a restaurant with your sisters? Like, yeah. That, family, that's a lot, that's a lot of family. To us, blood. So the Money. I think the way we grew up kind of like uh, shaped us for it. Yeah. So when we moved to the U.S. in '94, my my dad showed up to the U.S. in '93. We stayed in Oaxaca for a year, and, and then we moved in '94. When we moved here, we moved into an aunt's apartment. It was a three bedroom apartment, but two rooms were taken, and we all of us were in one room. Right. So the six of us just kind of grew up on top of each on other. Top. <laughs> so you you either have to like start getting along or be like. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you, or you, you I'm hitting the, the road. Right. You, there's nowhere to go when you're a kid. You just yeah, have to exactly. like, make it work. Grabbing my bindle and I'm walking right <laughs> I'm out the front door. the rails. And then because my parents worked so much, they were always at the restaurant or working. We were just by ourselves all, all day. So you guys kind of like raised each other. Yeah, we raised each other. And that's what, you know, so now it's like a continuation of that. Well, you were raised like in the restaurant as well. Like you would go to the restaurant yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, we, we would you know? stay at so the restaurant. So you understand the, you understand the business before you. I, I think yeah. less, less of it being understanding and more of it is just, it was a normal thing. Like it was being a part of the restaurant ordinary. is just part of your like, this is yeah. family's this life. This is just the normal size that tamales are. I don't exactly. know what you're talking about. Like, wait, what do you mean when size you, of when a car you get battery? A re- we're going to call them regular tamales. <laughs> when you get a regular tamale, do you look at it and go, <laughs> look at this thing. This is For, tiny. Yeah, some, sometimes I have. That is, a regular tamale is like the cigarette to your tamale cigar. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But, but, you can't feed a family of yeah. nine with that tamale. <laughs> the fuck? This is a garbage. There this? are six people in this one room. <laughs> what is this fleck of tamale that? Got on my a, shirt. That's a molotama. Like that's that tamale specifically big. Okay. Wahagans also make small okay. tamales. Okay. All right. Just we also clarify. make regular, more in your size. Regular tamales. hand hand size tamales. <laughs> Different flavors. <laughs> regular human size tamales. But because it's wrapped in banana leaf and the way it's made, it's just hard to make a smaller one. Right. 
Was there a, was there a certain age where they were like, it's time to tell you about the mole and like how to how to do it? No, the no, secret. No, no. Yeah, didn't they tell you, tell you like some kind of like Santa Claus esque story about like the first time mole was made? Yeah, like some the, guy like gifted it to know, Oaxaca. There is a Santa Claus story, and that, let's the, hear that. The story. Santa Claus story is brought from the Spaniards. Okay, and that's I mean, there's a whole history of like conquering, right? Of things. course. So that, like the there was a story that, that was that was told to people that was one year. The Pope was coming, or someone was coming from Spain. They were like, "We got to make a special Pope sauce." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then, <laughs> we got to make it a special Pope sauce. And the nuns were like, "We got to do something special." So they went in the kitchen and they created mole from one day They're to the like, next. Put everything in the kitchen in this pot. Yeah, what that's, what that's do we kinda, got in the pantry? All right, yeah. Throw it in. That's kind of toast, toast it and yeah. throw it in. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like a fake story, but you know, but you guys are kitchen people, so you guys don't understand how unlikely and impossible that story. Uh, kitchen would be. people sound so fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are you guys are kitchen well, folk. I'm a food person. Joel is definitely kitchen folk. Oh, you guys. Are food people? Well, you guys, I'm, I'm, kitchens, yeah. you guys understand kitchens. I think I, of yeah. myself as a food luminary. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's what I think of too. I see you, and I'm like, mm, Joel. Food luminary. Joel actually lives a life. I'm more of a. I'm more of a dilettante. Yeah, well, by his tattoos, yeah, this guy lives a lifestyle. He lives a lifestyle. <laughs> you know that other people have tattoos too, right? Not like other those. Than, not other like, than chefs, like I don't know about so. that pork. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Somehow this show always makes its way back to I'm, Joel's tattoos. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do this for yeah, yeah. You no one can see what band. I'm doing, but I'm doing something else. You got that tattoo that says "Kiss Me, I'm a Chef." Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's right above my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> Did, were you ever like, "I'm gonna be a chef. I'm gonna go to culinary school"? No, you know, I'm like gonna... that's uh, like I have a lot of respect for for chefs. Yeah. It's like it's very hard work. Oh God, yeah, it it's seems very, like a nightmare. <laughs> no, I, my uh, I'm less of a chef and more of an eater. Right. I'm I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah. I mean, I have I have obviously tons of respect. I'm trying to respect. Tra- I'm trying to transition to that point in my life where I'm right. less of a chef and more of an eater because like, being a chef's hard as hell. Because it, it would be great to to just eat food, <laughs> food and shit and like that's about it. Like, that's true. No, when we were, I'm sorry, I keep moving my hand on the mic. That's all right. Um, You're yeah, fucking apologize. It up. Yeah. You're fucking it up. Get out. Leave, you guys are leave the cigars. No, you guys are good. professionals. I don't want to fuck your, your shit up. Your voice is yeah. smooth and buttery, baby. Smooth <laughs> like a deep, complex mole. <laughs> <laughs> Live. I'm chewing on the cigar. You guys can't see it. It's a great from down bit. the street from General Mohawk. It's a great Mohawk bit. General. Yeah. Coming oh, at you from the eastern edge of Echo Park. Yeah. Near Mohawk General, where you can buy a T-shirt for what three three fifty around there. That's three hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. not three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> but they're the best T-shirts. This is not Olvera Street, which is also <laughs> amazing. Olvera Street. Yeah, I've, I've, when when I when I got to the U.S., I saw uh, brown beans for the first time. Okay, and they were the weirdest thing to me <laughs> because you're, you're like, working with black beans. Yeah, in Mohawk. We only, yeah. We, we only, I, I grew up only eating black ones. And yeah. I, Solo. I've seen, I've seen black ones. I had seen white ones. Okay. Because white ones are from the isthmus, and you yeah. make like a, a really right. good. Uh, You're like, what are, the, what are these weird tan beans? Well, they the got brown ones, with? I was assuming they're like an American thing. I was like, damn, white people are trying. We're talking to like pinto beans. Yeah, yeah, like okay. those. I didn't understand that they were from northern Mexico, right? Because you know we grew up in Oaxaca, right? So, do you, is there like a southern northern Mexico hatred, like oh, southern yeah. northern California? Uh, like, do you have a baseball team in northern Mexico and then a one in the southern Mexico, like, like Dodgers, Giants, and Norteños? We, you know, our, like a, the Oaxacans uh, baseball team is Los Chapulineros, uh-huh. Los Chapulineros, like grasshoppers. Yeah, no, that's yeah, tight. Yeah. yeah, that is tight. So we're we're very like oh, about our culture. So, like, do they hate like it. Los Monos from like up north? No, <laughs> I think. There, the only issue in Mexico, there's a lot of like inner racism with between yeah, like sure dark is. skin and light skin. Also, so doesn't Oaxaca, Oaxaca have like a very skin. deep indigenous population? Yeah, we are. That's non Mayan, like Zapotec. Well, and we're Mixtec. Zapotec, and then Yucatan's Mayan, mm-hmm. and then further up north is uh, um, Aztec. But like as a region, Oaxaca has a high population of yeah, indigenous yeah. people. We have a to... region in Oaxaca. They call themselves the Never Conquered. 
That's pretty badass. And they're like, that's, they're like pure. I bet there's so many murals of like guys in headdresses holding women. <laughs> Love those murals. Yeah. yeah there's, there's a, a, public art is a big thing in Oaxaca. Just Hell art yeah. in general. We're very much in touch with the, the art the and art culture. The art at Like it changes, right? Like you, you we, change murals time to time? The, the, the murals, no. The murals haven't changed. We oh, okay. brought those people in from Oaxaca, La Pistola. You can follow them on Instagram. L-A-P-I-Z. Shout out, to to Shout out to La Pistola. La Pistola. And it's a play on word. Lapis is a pencil. Right. And Pistola is a gun. So like it's like, a, you know, like, power. Right. Through the power of art. Yeah, exactly. Killing people the, with pencils. John pen, Wick the style. The pen is mightier than the sword. The, yeah, yeah. the mightier pencil is mightier than, than the gun. gun. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. If Oftentimes John the gun Wick. is. <laughs> if you're John Wick. The gun is I still haven't seen that. You haven't seen John Wick. I haven't. None of them? Shut down the podcast. All right. This is turning into a John Wick podcast immediately. All right. We're just going to spend time listening to Fernando react to John Wick. Oh, I'm down. I mean, all right. All right. The film is amazing. Let's throw out some baseline questions. Do you like hundreds of men being gunned down? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay. Let's go one John Wick, you, one food question. You, I, so <laughs> I got this. What is mole? <laughs> so so basically... What is Mexican food really? Yeah. The first John Wick is, is startlingly simple and elegant in its plot device. I know what a it's man's, about. A man's dog is I know killed. It's about a dog, yeah. Well, and I'm, he exacts revenge by murdering upwards of 500 men. No, no, murdering are, everyone. Everyone. The way I was told, there was this guy's family, everybody he loves is murdered, and then he's cool with it, and all of a sudden someone kills his dog and he goes crazy. Well, that's not correct. That's not correct. That's not correct. His wife dies of a disease, uh, and she okay. leaves him a dog. And the dog is killed, and he has to exact revenge upon... Dog is the last connection to his wife, all like right. living thing. So it's kind of like someone him. killed his wife. It's like someone killed his spirit. Yeah. And, and they stole his car. Let's not forget. And they stole his car. What, what kind of car is Very, very, very nice car. Uh, it's a, an, a Ford... It's a Mustang, a Ford Mustang SS. Well, yeah, like, it's like, like 64. a 64. Yeah, it's really nice. nice. It's yeah. a gorgeous 60, car. 64 and a half. 64 and a half is actually a 65. <laughs> 64 have, and three quarters. I have a 66 Mustang. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Wait, is it outside well, right now? I love John Wick. Ah. I'm getting it restored right now. I'm trying oh, yeah. to decide what color. Then you, would, also, then you would absolutely love John Great Wick. cameo by John Leguizamo as the guy who fixes the Mustang. He, oh, really? And Theon Greyjoy. Always loving John Leguizamo in anything. Alfie Allen. Alfie Allen's also in it. It's a great film. It's a great film. It's a great it's film. You should, you should just get some tama- bricks of a tamale <laughs> and take it to your right. house. Well, and well, get well, a when we talk about moving bricks, we talk about tamales. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude, well, it looked, when it came out, we were just like, that looks like it a fucking a brick joke. of cocaine. Yeah. It was a joke. <laughs> it was so big. Well, yeah, it is kind of big. <laughs> I, I think like, uh, I mean, you've just been so busy carrying on your parents' storied legacy of Oaxacan food that you haven't had time to watch John Wick. Well, that's, that's, that's what exactly it was. What it is. Not has only has he, has he carried that legacy, but you and your sisters have, have like kind of pushed that legacy well, we try, forward. Well, we try, we're trying to really... Uh, one, of our, one of our missions in the restaurant is kind of expand Oaxacan culture to get more people to, into it. Right. So I think that's why we brought the, the muralist, right? Yeah. We brought the muralist because we saw... Not a disconnect, but we saw like a second generation of Oaxacans who kind of grew up here, kind of grew up with different things. I know... I was talking to my, a friend of mine. We were talking about how when we were younger, we were like not embarrassed, but there were some things about our own culture that we didn't really show off like to our friends. Because you're school. like a second generation. Yeah, because we like, were trying to assimilate, or right. we were trying to like really right. like fit in, right? Because yeah. I went to school with like whites and blacks and Asians and everybody, and everybody has their own little culture. But mm-hmm. when you're at school, you you try to find uh, similarities, right? So you're like, oh, I to like fit hip hop, like yeah. I like you Classic. know, we try to dress the same, and everybody like is this thing. And now we're getting older. It was kind of like back to our roots, back to what we what. 
what we loved growing up, like the kind of music we listened to and quinceañeras. Like now my, my friends and I, we're throwing like cumbia parties and stuff. They throw a cumbia party once a month called Dinamita. You guys should go. So it's That's kind of awesome. like a reappreciation, uh, uh, not a rediscovery, but kind of a reaffirmation. I think, yeah, of just, like, just kind of like, like uh, more of a us putting our feet down and being like, we are who this we is are, who we this are. who we are, and we're not going to be ashamed of it. I mean, I think, I think that kind of falls in line with the resurgence of Selena. I think at least while Selena never really went away. Right, that's true. Like, Let's it's not, just, Selena never actually went no, away. No, she never went away. But like now it's like it's even bigger because now people who grew up with her, like that are on my age. She represents something bigger. Exactly. Yeah. She represents our childhood and right. who we were at that point. Right. So that's what, like the resurgence of Cumbia, the resurgence mm-hmm. of Selena, the resurgence of like all this kind of music in popular in popular culture now. Like Despacito. Oh right? my God! Most popular song of all Most time. Song. But it, but it's like now it's like all right. Well now not not that Justin Bieber created, but it's like all right. Well, Justin Bieber's <laughs> jumping on this thing, and right. now he's like Bieber's, Bieber's trying to get on this Latin train. Seriously. Exactly. Where, Everyone is. Where it was like it's opposite now. Now he's trying to get on our, our train. Right. We're not trying to get on his. Exactly. Train. Exactly. So that's kind of like a reaffirmation of our culture. He's going further and further south from Canada, the United States. Yeah. Down to Mexico. Next thing he's gonna bullshit. Gonna, he's gonna do a samba song. He's gonna go to Brazil. <laughs> Bieber just burning his way through Latin America. <laughs> Yeah. Next thing you know, he's opening up a Michelada truck. He's going to be in Carnival at Rio. I hope he's opening up a Michelada truck. Let's talk about the Michelada truck. The Michelmobile. Yeah. The Michelmobile. Let's talk about the Michelmobile, which is amazing. You brought us this great I Love Michelada mix. I Love Michelada. Which is a great name. The brand is called I Love Michelada. Because I was like, how do you feel about Michelada's? I love them. There you go. That's our Instagram. That's our website. As much as I love Bloody Marys, you can't drink Bloody Marys all day. And, and still be ready to go. But you can drink Micheladas all day. You can drink Micheladas all day. See? I always tell people... I am Micheladas one of those rare are... people that do not like Micheladas. That's because you haven't Mars. had a good one. <laughs> Ooh. Have, have you, had, have you had from his truck? I actually haven't. Yes, I just, oh, I've just, what the fuck are you talking about? That's why I brought well, the bottle. It's been burned into my mind that I just... I mean, I've had them in I'll multiple tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why people don't like Micheladas when you've had a bad one. Most people usually only have Bloody Mary mixed with mixed with beer. Yes, and they they're like that's a Michelada. You have to have clamato. You know, though, I think well, you, you have to have a lot of things. Lot it's of a complex elements. thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, going to the store and buying like a canned mole. Right. Yeah. And then having and being like, I don't like mole. And being like, I don't like mole. And you're like, yeah. Well, you haven't had yeah, like you a don't real know mole. Yeah, but what if they bought about. your canned mole? Well, then uh, <laughs> you guys, <should> have, <laughs> they they don't have taste. <laughs> Yeah, then it would be I fucking think, great. Actually, I ha- I'm pretty sure I had a proper michelada. I've, I'm fairly certain that uh, Gilbert has made me one when he did R&D at Harvard and Stone. When Gilbert made one... Gilbert, he, uh, local man about town, bartender, he's uh, not Moscow local at brand all. ambassador. <laughs> he, he, he's he's, he's kind of uh, local. He's a local. I mean, not anymore. He's, he's a local, York. but he's out everywhere now. He's a man about town. Man Dude, about the he world. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog now. <laughs> he looks like he <laughs> looks like Latin. Last? It looks like uh, I saw him like three months ago. But I saw I saw he, he still has a, a haircut. Yeah. He posted a picture and he's like got his he I got saw this mohawk week. or like whatever. I love Gilbert. I love. I mean, he's a great guy. He's Shout a brand Gilbert. ambassador for Eli Mescal. Which you had the shirt on last night. I did have the shirt on last night. I love that. shirt. A fine brand of Mescal. It's a it's a really good brand of mezcal. I lo- I, Listen, I'm, I told I'm you guys last night the best mezcal is the one that's in front of you. That's yeah. true. And somehow there is no mezcal in front of me right now. This, well, you know, we have water. It is <laughs> noon. It is noon. So, I'm pretty sure when we took photographs a few days ago, we were drinking at nine in the morning. That's true. When I mean, when you go back to Oaxaca, is it just like mezcal all day? Yeah. Well, I told you guys the story when I went to visit the yeah. Let's the hear. Let's hear the story again. So I went to where they make. Uh, 
God, what a what a embarrassing moment. We forget the name of the mezcal. <laughs> uh, 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 we can edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're gonna shorten this up a little bit. <laughs> well, also, Michelle, uh, will you fix it in post, we, please? We drank a lot of mezcal. Last we night. drank a lot of mezcal last yeah. night, and then it got to the point where Carl and myself we were just sitting and talking after we tasted everything, and we're just like grabbing bottles and right. pouring more. Well, that's how you do it. Yeah. Egregiously. Well, I found out what I've I found one that I really liked. Which one did you like? The, the te- Tetchapate. Yeah. Uh, the, the first one, the Los Javis. Tepestate. Tepestate. Tepestate that, Los Avis. Tepestate one. Los Avis. Yeah, they're really good. Los Avis just came out with a brand with a, a line of different agaves. Before they used to only make the uh, the regular one. And they used to do uh, Blanco, Reposado, Añejo. But now they're kind of going more in the uh, different kinds of agave and they're right. all they're all just young. They're all just mezcals. Hell Is there yeah. any like celebrity like like I know like Perry Farrell has that like bad like tequila, right? What? Like, is there any celebrity that's made Perry Farrell has yeah, tequila? Like, like Everyone Do- has like tequila. Doble or whatever. Well, people, like, people are jumping on tequila. Like, uh, no, but like people are jumping on Jeremy mezcal Piven is like is like a uh, part owner. Oh, yeah, and, you got uh, Clooney, you got fucking no, but Sammy there, Hagar. Is there is there a celebrity that's like trying to peddle mezcal, like trying to like really learn mezcal and like. I don't know. Bring it to the forefront. Mezcal hasn't broken as big in the States. I don't, I don't really yeah. follow celebrity culture. I think Mezcal's like having a great moment in yeah, the last not like, couple like, years. I mean, like, we're still five years away from like the, a George Clooney level person it's being a, like, Mezcal. From what I hear, George Clooney's looking into creating a Mezcal. That's what well, my, I mean, he just sold. Oh, wow. He just sold that Casamigos company. Yeah. Oh, yeah? For like a, some insane Close amount a billion. of money. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he needed the money. Thank God he finally I'm, got some. I'm glad that, that he has just a little bit more. That's it's good. Tell us the tell us the, the distillery. Sorry. Wait, hold on. Let me look up the name because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh... Okay. Well, no, can, you, we put in the, can we put in the Jeopardy theme yeah. right now? While you look up the name, I'm just gonna hold the cigar because it feels good to hold Wist, it wistfully. See, I'm glad you know how to hold a cigar the yeah. right way. If you, you bite down, you gotta cradle it. Well, the worst thing is I have no service here, so. Oh. <laughs> well, let's just say you were uh, at a certain mezcal distillery. I was at a certain mezcal in, distillery in the in the jungles of Oaxaca. So it's it's a, like a three hour drive. On road, and you go off road another two hours, and you go back on road, and you get to this town, and then you have to drive downhill for like forty-five minutes. Straight. So it's in like a valley. So it's in the, it's you go to, you go to the very peak of the mountain, and then you drive down halfway down the valley, and you're just there by yourself. There's nothing really around you because you just drove forty-five minutes downhill. Yeah. There's nothing around you. There's no power, but there's a running uh, there's running water. Okay. So through, like a spring? There's a spring. So through the middle, there's a spring running. So the first time you get there, you're like, dude, someone's just turning this water off. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you can't. This is like, natural. No, this that's is real water. Earth. Yeah. So that's the water they make it with. So then you, you get there, and uh, the first thing that you sit, you sit down, and he had his wife, uh, Miss name is Edgar. I know okay. him. I know him. I just don't know. I forgot the brand. <laughs> Sorry, Edgar. So you're there with Edgar. And, uh, Edgar's actually a big fan of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like, when are you bringing time. Fernando on to talk about our company? He's, He's actually the reason you're on. He yeah. kept emailing us like, hey, I got the guest for you. <laughs> He's a great dude, though. Get Edgar's a great, Fernando. great guy. And then uh, his wife was there, and... Uh, she was making us food, you know, like, but you're there during the day, so you don't notice the lack of power. Right. And all of a sudden, uh, you sit down and he gives you a glass like this, right? It's a big glass. So he gives you a glass and all of a sudden he, he pulls a pitcher out and he goes and 20 steps away, there's uh, barrels full of mezcal. Hell yeah. Just barrels. So he, he gets a pitcher and he just dips it in <laughs> and he pours you a glass full of mezcal. Damn. So you're just drinking. Straight out the barrel. Mezcal by the pitcher. From, that's from, that's from awesome. the pitcher. From the from pitcher. The, La Jara. Yeah, La Jara. La, yeah, La Jara. Uh, your Spanish is really good, dude. I thought, I thought <laughs> you only spoke Italian. Es suficiente para sobrevivir. Yeah, you say that with an Italian accent. That's I know, really cool. right? Hey. He has his, fi- yeah. he has his f- uh, fingers together. Uh, that's a spicy tamale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so you're drinking all day. You're drinking, you're drinking, you're drinking, right? And all of a sudden, 
this nightfall nightfalls and then uh he starts he's like no there's no power so i gotta and it's start, dark so i gotta start a fire because we gotta keep drinking because you have right, to yeah of course so you let the fire and also he pulls out a shotgun you're like what's a shotgun for and he's like well you know sometimes there's jaguars around and <laughs> my dog's <laughs> around just the casual yeah, the nighttime casual. jaguar yeah, exactly attack. i just it's gotta get fine my, i just gotta get my jaguar gun yeah, yeah. But and then, and then you notice that the dog has a scar in his head oh, from when shit. a jaguar tried to take it so oh. he's like, he's like, yeah, it happened once. So, you know. Happened once, but, but you don't want to take yeah, But he's like You're super like, cool Wow, this it. dog's really sticking close to the fire. Yeah. Real close. I wonder why. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, but it's a, it's a great place. And then you're there and you just hang out. And then, and then I was there with, with a cold friend. So on our way up, we were just so drunk, just bumping like Migos. <laughs> right? Like leaving. <laughs> As one naturally does. Yeah, we'll Bad and bougie in the jungle, in the jungle it's, it's with so the great. jaguars. Like the, the process of making mezcal, I think, is like the most fascinating part. It 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 because it's like that's so a, almost that's like a, a very flavor. like romantic thing about the differentiation of flavors in yeah. the mezcal. And how you're, yeah, and how you're not really taking away, getting rid of that flavor. You're you're more adding to the flavor every step. Yeah, it's building. It's kind of like yeah. cooking, right? Like you're yeah. a chef. You're like every 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 step you take in cooking, I am. It's got a purpose. He's a chef, folks. Oh my God. I noticed by your tattoo, you have a pork. <laughs> Stop pointing at the I am a chef and yeah, chef yeah. is underlined Joel, three yeah. times. Joel has a yes, I am in fact a chef <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> on his chest. On most of his And he's wearing no shirt. Torso. So. I'm right now I'm wearing no shirt. Oh, we with, always record shirtless. Yeah. I thought everybody yeah. knew that. No, we're shirtless for oh, sure. It was weird when you guys asked me to take my shirt off. <laughs> no, we're, we're like, it's hey, we co- get comfortable. We're like, come on the podcast, just come just half yeah. naked. Do yeah. not show up in a shirt. Yeah. I liked what you were saying last night about how the process of making tequila for these big distilleries has become so sanitized that they're, well, they're I, steam I think cooking it's just the, the like tequila that, Most tequila that, you, that you'll taste now, because I don't like shitting on it, because, right, like, there's a... Uh, no, let's, we're, we're here to shit on stuff. Nah, we're, no, let's no, do no, it. I don't like shitting on it. When, when, when <laughs> I say like that, it sounds like I'm shitting on it. But okay. what I'm saying is that tequila is about the agave. Right. Right, so there's value to that. It has you, to be you, blue agave, blue agave, 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 blue agave 100% yeah. to be so, so, like, so you're there and you, and you taste the cleanliness of the agave. So there's value to that. People want to taste agave. You, you were saying it's like agave vodka. It's it's like it's like a cleanliness to the process. Right. You take you take the agave, you 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 boil it. They boil it usually. There's very few companies that still cook the agave for making tequila because it's quicker. When you cook it, it takes about three to four days. Right. When you steam it, it More takes a couple hours. For that. Yeah. So you know, I'll, like it might come down to the money, but it might also come to the cleanliness of the flavor. And then uh, you ferment it in like stainless steel um, big containers. You distill it through stainless steel. You know, so it's a very clean process. Right. Whereas mezcal, every step adds to the flavor. There, there's like I, I think any any liquor, if you distill it enough, yeah. anything will eventually taste like vodka because you're taken away from that that, right. that and you're getting that ethanol. You're getting like, yeah. It'd be like if you steamed a, a piece like a nice piece of fish that fl- like and then grilled that nice piece of fish. The flavor is going to be so significantly that's different. That's true. Yeah. Like and and that's like the di- the biggest like differentiation. You know, I love a saying. nice piece of fish. No, well, yeah, like, well, we're, so, would you rather have a little more flavor yes, added to always. it, or would you rather have that pure? That's clean why taste? grilling grilling anything makes it better than not but grilling some people it. Like you know that, what makes it better? Purity. What makes it better is eating that fish with a nice tozva, which is a mezcal I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> <laughs> See, Anger! <laughs> we should have done this in the afternoon and be drinking mezcal right now. We I, fucked up. We fucked up. We fucked up. Well, it's kind of like this. So, so like, like you were saying, right? To go in with the fish analogy, it's like mezcal is like if you took that same fish, you, you, you rubbed it, you cooked it underground, 
but you cooked it with like a special wood and yeah. then you covered it with like agave leaves. Right. So everything you're doing, you're adding to the yeah. flavor. So the, the hearts of the agave, which they call the so, pinas, because so, so, it so, looks like a pineapple, so right? So this, this is the, 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 you have some agave right here. Look at this. Yeah. I have a, more, I have a little succulent. Aloe. I have a little <laughs> succulent on the table. Yeah, kind of looks like yeah. So you take this and all of, for these, all, our burns. all of these you cut off and you're left with just la piña. Right. What did you guys know? Because it looks like a pineapple. It looks like, oh, yeah, it looks like a pineapple. Once the you heart it off, of the cactus. And then you, you cut it up, you divide it into, you know, depending on how the, the, the mezcal maker likes it. So every the decision, mezcalero. the mezcalero, every decision starts adding to the eventual flavor, right? If you cut into smaller pieces, you have more caramel like, Yeah. You cut it less. So, so, and all that matters. And the size of the, the pieces will also the, uh, change the length of time for cooking. Okay. So you cut it up and then you make a fire pit. You dig a big asshole and you lay down, and that's another thing. You, what do you lay down? Some people lay down wood. Some people lay down like charcoal. Some people lay down. Okay. Some people will, at will, the bottom of the pit. Some people, yeah, exactly. Some people will uh, warm up rocks oh, and I've then throw that. that down there. Seen the rocks, and then uh, then you throw a piña, then you throw other stuff on it, and you cover multiple it up in piñas dirt. though. Like a, yeah, a, no, no, a it's like a big batch. Yeah, it's yeah, a big, big old, batch. Big it's not batch. just like one at a time. Right. So it's like tons of them. Tons of them. So you, you, and then you cover it up, and then you leave it down there for you know depends. Couple days, week. But what are you covering it with? Because you you want to keep the yeah the you want to keep the burning, heat in. Obviously. You want to keep the heat in. So you cover it with rocks, and then some people use a layer of dirt, okay. and then on top of that, you'll have like a carp. So it's basically a layer of coal or of like charcoal. It's just fire that, that burns it's, yeah, for days. It's just heat, and what they use depends on the mescalero. Okay. So I don't want to tell you coals because right. some people don't use that. But like they would light, they would light the wood, put the penis on top, and then cover. Some it. people do it different ways, okay. yeah. So I'm saying it's like lots of variations, different variations of it. But that's a general gist. Dura flame logs, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> on the bottom. It's mostly charcoal briquettes. It's just briquettes. <laughs> you cook it uh, underground. There's right. a bunch of microwaves underneath. But now that, that have, yeah, and then you, just, they chop, they just chop it up and put. Those it in are the, the microwaves. cheaper brands, yeah. like illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, illegal is made that they're mezcal and tlacolula. What is that? Tlacolula is a city between Oaxaca and uh, Matatlan. Okay. So Matatlan is where my dad's from. That's mm -hmm. like the mezcal capital. That, they have like the name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. Man. My grandpa used to make mezcal. Damn. My grandpa was a mezcal maker. You're coming maker. from the, the mezcalero lineage. Yeah, my, my grandpa was a mezcal maker. My dad and my uncle made mezcal. And he, made, he moved to the U.S. and he started doing food. And you don't make mezcal. Not yet. But you, Not yet. But you make delicious michelada we mix. Make michelada mix. <laughs> when you retire and you're on a compound in Oaxaca, you're going to be making tons I of might, mezcal. I might, yeah. Like, well, who That's knows? A, I, I got to start growing it now. Yeah. Because it takes like, depending on the mezcal you're growing. Some of them, uh, the regular one, the spadin, will take nine years. Oh, wow. Some Damn, of them they take to, nine years to Yeah, grow? some of them take up to 30 years. What kind takes 30 years? Uh, there's a really, really big one, like Barril. It takes about like 25 years, I think. Fuck. That's insane. So, so it's you and your two sisters who are running Gale Yeah, well, now it's right three now. sisters. Three sisters. There's, there's four of us total. Okay, four total. Yeah, it's... Uh, so you're all equal partners. Yeah. And are you kind of like, I'm focusing on the mezcal? Like, I'm focusing on getting some new bottles? Or is it kind no, of like you no, all I'm, share the I'm responsibilities? Focused, like, right now, to be honest with you, I'm focused more on the Michelada side right now. Okay. Just because... Because uh, you got this whole other business that you got to take well, care we of. Have, well, we have... Like, we all have, like, our side things. We all do the, the restaurant. Uh, my oldest sister is more day to day at the restaurant. Okay. But we all, you know, help out in the restaurant. We all do things for the restaurant. Uh, we'll do things. We'll put together events. We'll bring artists. You know, we'll do things that are more on the creative side, more right. on the event side. Mm. Uh, but then we're so when we took over the restaurant, one of the first things that we did was kind of rebrand stuff. Okay. So my my parents used to sell mole in like a plastic bag, <laughs> in like a deli container. And a sticker. I kind of love that. I, I yeah. mean, there's charm in yeah, that. that. There's charm in that, right? Hell. 
But then like uh, I came in and I was like, and this is before like Pinterest and all that shit, right? So I was like, you know, I'm gonna put it in like like jars and put like this a is like 2008 ish. It was like 2008 ish, okay, yeah, 2007, yeah. 2008 ish. Okay. So I just wanted it to look. I wanted it, the packaging to reflect the actual value of the product. Right. I didn't want people to see the to see the packaging and be like, and well, I'm, I'm not going to pay, like, why am I, why am I going to pay $12? This is, this is some of the world's best mole. mole. This is another mole that I had that right. tastes terrible. This is amazing mole. Yeah, exactly. it, should, it should have amazing packaging. Exactly. So I wanted the packaging to reflect the quality of the mole. Are you are you packaging all your moles? So now, no, no, we do the negro, right? The negro, rojo, cuadradito. So then I started up an online store and we started selling it online and we're and, and then uh, even that was like everything right like the way we packaged it. Right. I used to write a handwritten letter to every single person. Really? Yeah. Do you still do that? No, that was the first two years. Because now your sales volume is yeah, is the sales the volume. You also got really bad carpal tunnel from all the <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. notes. Yeah, it was hard, dude. It was hard. And like, and I was just right. And it was all his correspondence, <laughs> and like, hand stamping, and like eventually, you know, I would do it so much that I would recognize names. I'd be like, thanks again, you know. That's yeah. awesome. Personalize it and do things like that. And then they kept buying it, and you stopped writing, and they're like, he doesn't write, he doesn't call, <laughs> he doesn't write. Yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. again? Fuck. You don't write anymore. <laughs> you never call anymore. <laughs> what what accent is that? It was a, that's my. Uh, is that your white guy accent? Yeah, that's that's no, how he no, thinks no, white no. people sound. <laughs> what are you talking about? Go I would talk love you some mole. I love no, this mole. I went, to, I went to elementary, middle school, and high school. A lot of Jewish friends. Oh, okay. And that was their impersonation oh, that of their a, moms. That's about right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Saul, you got to try this oh, mole. So they have sorry. down at the Gala Gates. Yeah. It have is. Have you ever been to Gala Gates? It's a very dark sauce. I have it's my friends. It's extremely my dark sauce. They got the mole. It's, it's, it's a good. black sauce. It looks like it's gone rotten, but it's actually quite good. It's actually, if you you could dip some white fish in there. We actually put a nice filter fish. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's a phenomenal. phenomenal. It's a phenomenal sauce. Wait, but you grew up in LA, though. You grew up in Pittsburgh. I grew up in Philadelphia. Yeah. So what? Not you Pittsburgh. guys were all Italians. Uh, you went no, to my red sauce. I'm a, I'm a quarter Jewish. So I have a Jewish granddad. And I am so fucking I, Jewish. Joel, Joel, you have? Joel grew up Jewish. No, Jewish. Jewish. I'm Jewish, Jewish. You're just Jewish, Jewish. I'm just fucking Jewish, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Shout so out to yeah, Moses. I... <laughs> Shout out to Moses. That's Shout my boy. out to King David. <laughs> Thank, thanks for those Ten Commandments. Pretty straightforward that I'm not going to kill yeah. somebody. Shout out to Yahweh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the original, not the sequel. I don't think we've ever shouted out a biblical <laughs> figure on the program before. here before. It was just Charlton Heston as Moses. Oi, Moses, oh, this sauce reminds me of Moses because it's very traditional. <laughs> it's very traditional, but it's very good. That's just that's that voice is just straight from the Jerky Boys. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's just every like whiny like New Hello, York Jew. Yes, I'm calling about some mole. I received your mole, and it is that's more like a, that dude from Family Guy. What's that? The neighbor? More, more, yeah. more. That's that's a more voice. This is yeah. this is just it's it's far too complex. I need a simple sauce. <laughs> if, if I could just send this back, and you could give me something with maybe just twenty ingredients, <laughs> I think fifty is too many for me and my family. If you guys, if you guys want to shit on like Yelp reviews, that's something people say like, oh, the mole was just too complex what people people have a people hard time so with, with mole dumb. because well, people, of the the development of flavor I, or a lot of times it's a sweetness well I think, I, th- I think we talked about it yesterday where like flavor is such a so related to memory right, right, right. where if you don't have a foundation to it it right. just hits you too hard right and if and if you know like you know the love of your life left you while you were eating mole yeah, exactly you'd be like fuck you have bad this mole or something. tastes like you know, you know loneliness about Galagetza is that you know normally you get chips and salsa and I'm sure it might be like I mean sausages I love chips and salsa who doesn't love chips chips and salsa but you have chips and your molly coloradito coloradito yeah Yeah. with With cotija cheese yeah no no queso fresco queso fresco queso fresco on top on top that's actually what most restaurants sell as like enchiladas 
Yeah, no, I mean, but like, yeah. that, it's just like that. That, like is, that yeah. is like this. That is the right amount of hospital. Like, it seems like such a subtle thing. You sit thing. down and it's you're so right normal, in it. and yeah. it's just you sit down and it automatically it's comes. It's like mullet. and it's and it just it's a nice jumping off point for the restaurant because you know, kind of like. Like this is what we do. We yeah. we do mole. I mean, we do lots of other things too. Very, very, very fucking well. That's like, well. A, that's like a like a thing that we see in Yelp. Where yeah. It's like I went. I was expecting Mexican food, but we got this mole. Or it's like weird. Yeah, and they're like, where, where's where's the fucking fajitas? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I took my children to this establishment called Guila Guila Guetza, and um, you know they didn't have gorditas. Their Mexican and- pizza was very big, <laughs> and they didn't call it a Mexican pizza. It was like a I can't even pronounce it. I ordered it. something. I believe it was listed as a T-Lay-Yudas. <laughs> and uh, Food was really good. Couldn't pronounce uh, a word they, on the menu. They said it one was, star. They said it was a Mexican pizza, and yet there was no tomato sauce. One star. I think my, my, my pet peeve on, on Yelp is like amazing food, great service. Didn't refill Two my stars. water. One star. What? Stuff like that where it's like everything's great except for something that has nothing to do with the actual right, food. Right. Parking wasn't ample. Oh, that's the thing we get. That's the thing we get where it's like parking was difficult. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's fucking yeah, Koreatown. For, for a gigantic restaurant that's expanded over time in an area in that, you can't, that you can't develop a whole lot at, the fact that you have valet parking is, one, fucking yeah. impressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's very reasonable. And, and two, it's like extremely, 350. two, extremely reasonable. And three, is actually pretty fucking efficient. Yeah. yeah. Like, but going and, back to the names, yeah. that's why we changed the website. The website used to be uh, galagetsarestaurant.com, but that was too complicated. Galagetsarestaurant.com. Yeah. What, what is it now? I love mole.com. I thought it was galagetsarestaurante. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, 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 we own we own three domains. We own oh, okay. galagetsarestaurant.com, galagetsarestaurant.com. Just call so it now, like now G-Town. G-Town. Well, now it's Come I love, down to G-Town. Now it's I love mole. I love mole. Mole. A lot easier. I love mole.com. Yeah, I love mole.com. You heard the man, folks. Get on there. Order right now. Order your goddamn jar of mole. You'll get a handwritten note from Fernando. Not anymore. If he doesn't send you the note, you get on Yelp. <laughs> and you, you trash this business. You just hire someone to, to moonlight as you. Yeah. And as just a, fucking, yeah. No, like, that's, I, I don't like, like, Fernando, Fernando before we started, like said he'd faking. send everyone a Cuban cigar <laughs> order. Every a single hands, person. A smuggled in Cuban cigar in the rectum of somebody. But that, that online store is kind of like, the you can really yeah. smell the, the sadness in this. All right, so yeah. That, that was a launching point for the Michelada. Okay. Because then I was like, what else can I sell online? Right. So that's when that's when we're like, let's fucking bottle our michelada mix and put it online, and, and that's the, where it started. And from. the michelada is obviously very popular at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we've had it forever. We've had we've done our micheladas forever. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know. What's and the secret? Actually, what's the secret for people making micheladas at home? I mean, obviously buy your mix. Buy, buy the mix. But like, the, what, the secret is go to ilovemicheladas.com. Boom, <laughs> done. Get two bottles, free shipping. You got it. And a handwritten note and a Cuban cigar <laughs> yeah, that Cuban smells cigar. like rectum, so you know it's good. <laughs> you can really taste the Cuban suffrage the in this rectum. The secret to a good michelada is for it to be balanced. Right. Like you don't like anything. Like anything. Yeah. The balance is, is balance and texture, but you know, what Michelada is less about texture. Texture is more about like the mole and the food side, but for drinks it's more in the balance. I think that's one of the things that people overlook. So even with mole, right? When people are like, oh, mole is that chocolate sauce. If you taste chocolate, it's probably right. bad mole. Yeah. Because that means that it's not no, well balanced. There should be a sweetness right. to it. But, but it should taste tasting. like chocolate. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And that's what people also get thrown off too because people are like, oh, I've heard of mole. It's, that's that chocolate sauce, right? Well, it's right. just like, it's just like using salt. Lot. It's like using salt. Like you You're can saying... Use, like, it's, you, should, you should season stuff, but... If you are like, oh, this is salty, that means it's bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're saying I shouldn't be using Hershey's in my mole. <laughs> that's that's bad. You're saying that's bad. Fuck, uh, I've been, more of a uh, What was the other one? Uh, new, 
Gerald Deli's or Gerald Deli's? Yeah, Giardelli's only. I use, I use Mexican chocolate, man. Oh, we those. import our Mexican yeah. chocolate. Our I mean, Oaxacan chocolate. We don't do that. I mean, I go. Joel, like you have abuelitas. 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 It's good. Yeah. Joel has good. A, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I can get it in bulk and stuff. Joel has a squid ink mole on the menu at the Wallace. How How is making it as someone who, you know, is it doesn't didn't grow how do you, up with the mole tradition? Do you guys have a mill? No, no, no. Yeah, what do you guys use a processor? How you milling, bro? Processor? So we do. It's a. It's several different stages. Do you even mill? Bro? <laughs> I mean, so we had we have this old lady with a mortar, <laughs> yeah, with a mortar and pestle comes in. No, with the so fucking... you know, we you toast all your spices separately, and then we we blend them up like really, 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 really okay. fine. Um, and then we you know we char a bunch of vegetables, and we sweat other vegetables in the processes. Then we also um, toast nuts separately yeah. from seeds, and then we we roboku those, so it has a little bit more texture in the mole. So there, it's, there's multiple processes, and then it goes into a into a big pot. We add fucking like. Stock or water, or like whatever, some other shit, and yeah. and we <laughs> throw in, and and we just let it go, and we just like rip it, you know, for for a very very long like boil, time. like letting it boil. Uh, it's like simmering. Let it like simmer. you let it come yeah. up, and then you will turn it down, and we'll just kind of yeah, like you reduce go. It and, a bit. Well, you want to you want to reduce it, you want to, but you want to develop flavor. Like if you can reduce something and and reduce it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the flavor is going to intensify as much as say doing it low and slow and just doing it longer over. Over time. Ooh, and they're just turning me on. Uh, yeah, I love when Joel talks about fucking sauce. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. Because I'm sh- and, I, and I would assume since you have about, about six different moles at the restaurant yeah. that each one of those moles independently has their own. Yeah, they all have their, yeah, their own I mean, I, there might be ones that share similarities, like yeah. um, like significant similarities. Well, they, they, they all share things. They yeah. all share. Th- I mean, they're all moles. So right. But they each, they each have their own finishes and they're yeah. all like processes and, ta- and time. What's your favorite time? one? Is it like it your children? You know, it's funny. I always say probably that it's uh, estofado. Tell uh, us about the estofado. The estofado is more vegetable based, mm-hmm. okay. and it's creamier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, we didn't have that one last night. Yeah, you guys did. Yeah. Was, Which one's that? The sampler. It was the, the lightest color one. It's a kind of oh, tan that one's color. So good. That one yeah, it's so really good. good. And it's more. But it has this this vel- more velvety kind of texture. Yeah, to and it. it has all like softer. It's almost. not as deep. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't have that deep cacao notes. Yeah, yeah. It's more vegetable. It's lighter. It's uh, a little spicier and olives. Uh, but I say that. But then when I try the black one, it's just like it's so good. Is that is that is, to you, is that what mole is like? Because like when I think of garlic, is, yeah, I think is that of the mole most negro. traditional mole? No, no, the no, look, ne- I'm, the not, I'm not a I'm not a chef, so my descriptions of mole are always memory based. Yeah, right. Right, like mole to me tastes like being at a wedding as right. a kid, and you're just there, and like the family's there. Tastes like adolescence. It tastes, tastes like getting a boner for no it reason. Like a family. Like, it tastes like family. Why do I have a boner right now? <laughs> mole. Why do I have a boner right now? <laughs> I have a boner from Joel talking about sauce, like a fucking phone sex operator. I get, a, I get it slow and so, low. So we're gonna get and it. And I sweat it. And I fucking sweat it some more. Well, mixing. Joel's secret velvety. ingredients is like him mixing it. The sweat drips the into sweat. it. Yeah, exactly. And then also a little bit of spit. <laughs> Every now and again, you're from just, y- from yelling like, at uh, your cooks. The, yeah. spit the sweat goes in mixed the... in with his uh with his uh, eternity cologne. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Stetson for men. <laughs> by the way. Okay. So last night when we were doing the mess. Tasting. Fernando shows the technique where you take a little mezcal on your finger, you put it between your hands, and you rub your hands, yeah. and then you apply, and then you apply well, it, to your neck, and, and then you go holler at women or men, you can, whatever you can, your preference you is. Dip your, finger, dip your finger straight into the mezcal, and then straight rub it behind your ears, mm-hmm. and you'll have like the kind of mezcal essence mm-hmm. around you. That mezcal it's, essence. It's great. It's great, it's great, when, it's great when you get pulled over <laughs> and then you're just like, I don't know, officer. Officer, it's a tasting technique. <laughs> officer, you've clearly never... You <laughs> didn't like a, yes, I've been drinking, but how does my neck smell? <laughs> officer, you must not listen to yelling about pate, specifically the Fernando Lopez episode. <laughs> it's a tasting technique. How did you guys come up with the name? Uh, Carl, uh, Carl came up it with it. It kind of started as a joke because I, I remember I asked Joel... 
if you'd ever listened to the podcast and he basically laughed at me. I was like, like podcast? Who podcast? does that? And then I was like, and then oh, I was like, I'm literally think- every. And then I was like, I'm thinking about starting one. What was the first podcast you listened to? Uh, I used to listen to Good Food a lot, but I would I would listen to it on the on radio. The radio yeah. But then I, f- I started listening to it in podcast, podcast form because I'd be like, oh, I want to hear that episode again. Mm. And then I and then I started listening to it more. So that that was always like that was kind of my first like food one where it was but like that was your intro to podcast when they were like catch us on the podcast and you're like oh, kind okay, of cool. I mean I, I listened to like the first episode like the season of cereal like yeah. a lot of people that was like yeah oh, that was podcast. a lot of people's intro I didn't love it like everyone did I, did. I was like I like this like I, I thought it was an interesting case but I was like. They're not talking about food as much as I would like. <laughs> You're like, yeah, good he, stuff. He and might like, have murdered someone, but yeah, what did he eat that day? This is fine. I mean, everyone loves true crime, but I'm like, you know, I would rather hear someone talk about food than murder. I like, I like a lot true of food, baby. Yeah, I can eat, I can eat food. I don't want to murder anyone. There's this podcast you guys uh, you guys would probably like. It's called The Turnaround. Where it's uh, a guy, guy interviewing interviews. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't bring you on here to plug other podcasts. <laughs> well, if Fernando. I'm going to plug a podcast, you know, that out, out of bounds If I'm going right to plug now. something, I'm going to plug my sister's sure, podcast. Yeah. Oh, what's your sister's podcast? They have a podcast called Super Mamas. Super or, Mamas. Super Mamas. Where they bring in moms and they talk about kind of like growing kids and raising kids as a Joel second, and I would second be, generation. Joel and I would be honored to yeah, go you guys, on you Super guys are Mamas. Like Thank you for the invitation, Fernando. I could use Super Mamas. We are the poster kids of Super Mamas. We are humbled by the invitation to come on Super Mamas and talk about. Can we just go like Mrs. Doubtfire style? Like dress up. Hola. It is so hard raising children in this ever-changing landscape. Yeah. Sound like that's a terrible British nanny. Wait, I, I, wait. I, I was ch- I was more like uh, evil harpy. Yeah, that was weird. Shouting at the moors. Wait, Joe, but oh, when, he, when he told you about podcasts, what was the first one you listened to to so, kind of have an idea? About? Well, actually, Joel so now that definitely I'm, didn't listen. So, to this is, so actually, do you I, listen to this one? I I do I do sometimes. I actually haven't listened to every episode of this podcast yeah, right. um, because I first of all know I sound like an yeah. idiot. So we I don't sound need to. we know we're great. We secondly, yeah. I fucking lived it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been living the ragtag yelling about pate lifestyle. <laughs> That's true. For for. A very long time yeah, now. Yeah, that's why I had to get him on board. And I don't kind nice. of think I need to relive it. That's um, true. The f- but the first podcast, I think, now that I realize it, is uh, just kind of like you. I listen to sports radio all oh, the time. Okay. Joel, Joel loves sports, and Joel loves listening to Who's Dodgers. Dodgers radio. Dodgers. Well, well Dodgers. What's well, I mean, Come on. I, do you? Do you uh, have, you gone, have you ever gone to a game with Pantone? No. Pantone 294? They're, they're fucking dope. Okay, we're getting derailed here, folks. Let's but, get back. But in any case, so I, so I listen to usually AM 710 or AM 570. Those are two radio stations. And then when the Kings are on radio, it's a different. Joel loves section. hockey. I love hockey. I love all sports. Oh, any sport in America. I told you guys yesterday. Rules. I was going to interview yeah. you guys. Yeah. Any sport in America. Rules. Food is my sports in that, like a fan, I use it as small talk to talk to strangers. Well, and like I, an athlete, well, was, it's going to take years yesterday. off my life. What did you grow up eating? Like, what, what is it that... That uh, kind of ingrained that drive to like food so much. I don't not think everybody I, does. I don't think it was anything specific. I just always loved eating. Like even before I like really appreciated food and was like, oh, I'm seeking out like specific things and shit that I love. I just like loved eating. Well, are you like that about things that like food? Like, are you like that about like waffles? Where you're are like, you saying oh, that I waffle. have compulsive behavior? And no, I, no, no, and but, I, no. But I'm wondering like like uh, like were you as a kid? Were you the kid who was like, dude, you got to try like this specific candy? No, not it? really. And you're, like, I was actually about a ve- like many people as a, as a child. I was extremely picky. Yeah. I mean, there was like a two year stretch where I only ate plain bagels cut in half and toasted with one slice of Kraft American cheese on each Ooh, side. Oh, really? Well, that is a, you know, was, first I, of all, that's that's a disservice to bagels. <laughs> and I really what are don't, you talking about? I fucking appreciate I would toast that. it twice nope. until the edges got all brown yeah. and crispy. And well, that's about texture. So I think the you appreciate the texture. Is, the fact that there is no cream cheese on said bagel. Oh, well, I, I love cream cheese. Or, too. That's or, a Jewish or onion. I love cream cheese or too. Tomato. 
That's your Jewish side right there. Or locks. No, fuck locks. <laughs> Joel hates salmon. Fuck it's, that it's, shit. A, it's a fuck bizarre locks. thing. It's, it's a problem. It's not bizarre, dude. It is not bizarre. It's garbage fish. Shut up. <laughs> garbage you know fish. That the, you know in Japan, they regard it as like kind of a trash fish. That's cool. You should go, to Japan. Japan. You should go to fucking Japan. I'm going to go to Japan. I'm just going to start high-fiving everyone in Tokyo. And they'll be like, why? And I'll be like, because you hate salmon too. <laughs> Wait, so you, you, but you're saying you, you grew up kind of like going to Italian restaurants a lot, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you, when you, I grew up in the, you know, suburban Philadelphia, and it's like you go to your local slice shop, you get cheesecake, you get a slice. And it was like, that's it's like out here, out here, the, the unit of consumption is a taco, but you know, on the East Coast, the unit of consumption is a slice of pizza. Yeah. It's like you can't fuck with that. You just got to have that slice. And what did you grow up eating? Pizza. Garbage. I like how you Pizza. turn this around know, on right? us. What is happening God, right now? Fernando's so no. effortless. Do you wait? Hold on. Not. You used to have a show where I, you would I, interview people. I did ten episodes online. It's called Talks on the Rocks. We're actually bringing it again. I'm building a set again. Talks on the Rocks, folks. Get on there. It's, it's at Talks on the Rocks, right? At Talks on the Rocks. But everything's like super. Like wait, I haven't so updated. Like, Go find in the, it. in the beverage industry. Or no, no. We're interviewing just friends. So like the first episode was like Yael Ramos. She's on TV. She has a show on TV now. Uh, I did Javier the Glutster. You're a food talk pioneer. Me and Joel are just we're newcomers. We're Johnny Come Lately. <laughs> You're the he's OG. Just flipping the script on us yeah. every time. We're so like, Joel, what do you think for that? Like, no, what do you God, think? he got us again. He's so good. He's so no, good. But, but it was everybody. It was like uh, music. The guys from uh, La Santa Cecilia. I Look interviewed them right after they got their Grammy. All right. Well, how about this? You restart Talks on the Rocks. Yeah, I'm gonna have you guys. You on. have us on, and we'll get hammered, and we'll bring you cigars well, the, and booze. The, the, the way it works Whoa. is. The way it works I'll, is, I'll um, do it. Why Joel, are you promising anything yeah. Joel will me? bring salmon. Joel will bring a nice side of locks. Why are you, why are you promising anything from my side? I just want to go. <laughs> we, I, I get a bartender from LA, uh, like a friend of mine. So like, yeah. Yeah. Juan or like I watch some Gilbert of them. I watch some of them. They look, yeah. They're great. So we bring and we create a cocktail based on the guest. Okay, so... Do you know Saul? You know Saul, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. you know. There Saul. we go. What, what, Just get him on. What would you really create for me? me what would you okay. create for me? <laughs> something, something stirred, well, that's strong, up to, that, That's complex. up to the bartender. The bartender will research you. Hell yeah. And he'll create a cocktail based around who you are. Hell yeah. And the first question is, do you think this cocktail reflects you? Fuck and then we'll start yeah. well, the conversation wait. from there. Well, stay tuned, folks. Uh, Talks I, on the Rocks. Yeah, stay tuned for Talks on the Rocks. Let's, let's plug your shit before you go. Let's plug... I love Michelin. I love Michelin. Wait, are we leaving? Are you kicking me out? No, I mean, we're hitting... I mean, the time flew by. What's, time what's, the, what's the time limit on this? Uh, we usually go for around 55. Yeah. 55? Yeah. yeah. Amateurs. <laughs> well, you know, My we, show was on for 49 <laughs> straight hours. How long hours? were your episodes? <laughs> no, mine were like 12 minutes. Yeah, exactly. But I edited it think? down. Yeah, yeah, I edited yeah. myself out of it, so you don't hear me. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. We're actually going to do the same. Joel and I, <laughs> here, Joel and I actually like, edit ourselves Fernando, more what in. Do you, what do you think about this? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel and I edit the episode powers. so it's more of us. Our next podcast, interviewing ghosts. Um, <laughs> your your Michelada's truck is at Smorgasburg every Sunday, which is every Sunday. Smorgasburg. I saw on your Instagram. Instagram. You guys are shouting out Lobster Damas. Which, oh yeah, well, we, that's what I ate yesterday. We weren't shouting them out as much as we were apologizing up the fact that it's their logo a, is not a lobster <laughs> Nostradamus <laughs> predicting <laughs> a lobster nine eleven, <laughs> which we may have insinuated in, in an episode. Which is really it's, sad to not to not see a lobster. It seems like a lost opportunity. Imagining another lobster taking I'm, down I'm some towers. I'm imagining a bearded lobster, <laughs> and he has a thought bubble, and he's seeing lobsters <laughs> and small and lobster planes <laughs> crashing into to towers of Cheddar Bay biscuits. It's a whole thing. It's, there, but that is not real. That's have, you not had, a, have you had lobster damas? I've never been to Smorgasburg. You I'm going to come go. and I'm going to go to your truck. Yeah, yeah, you maybe this Sunday. Listen, go go like at 10. Show up at 10. Get a lobster. Get their, their noodles. Wait, 10 a.m. lobster? 
Yeah, 10 a.m. Oh, I could do 10 a.m. That sounds just fucking gross. Well, I don't know. That it's sounds amazing. Great. What are you that talking about? Great. Treat yourself. I don't know. Let, Let me you treat myself. Can I have oysters? 10 a.m. anything else? Get oysters. <laughs> you can get a Goa taco. Goa tacos are really good. Okay, cool. I'll get 10 a.m. anything you other get a than lobster. lobster. I'll get a lobster. And then you guys bring all that food into the beer garden and we'll just drink each other. There we go. This Sunday. This Every Sunday. Sunday. This is a, this is an invitation to everyone Boom. to go drink Open micheladas invitation. with Fernando. He says it's all free, he and he's going to give free. you as many cigars as <laughs> you want. He's going to write us a want. handwritten note. Yep. He's going to be note. giving out cigars. Yeah, so go check out I Love Micheladas at Smorgasburg. Order the stuff from ilovemole.com. If you haven't been, Ooh. if you haven't been to Galegata, do yourself a goddamn favor. It's one of the best restaurants in Los Angeles. Olympic it's one Normandy. of my favorite restaurants it's, in the world. Well, it's still I maintain this to this day, and I will say this until the day I fucking die, which. Predicted which by Lobster Thomas, which may be very which soon. May be very soon. <laughs> well, um, well, if I'm going to plug my favorite restaurant, you're going to plug everything I do. Yeah. yeah, plug so, it. So, uh, yeah. I love Michelas, the restaurant, uh, get Smorgasburg, Smorgasburg, yeah. the beer garden. Beer we, garden. Uh, we've been throwing events, Etch on LA series. So Etch on LA, we did oh. the last one, Taco Madness. The Etch on LA series. Etch on LA with, uh, with uh, LA Taco. Oh, hell yeah. And then we're doing another one in October called uh, For Dia de los Muertos, but it's called Etch on LA presents Dia de los Tacos. Oh, Dia de los Tacos. That's Por su Place OKC. Yeah, exactly. Love it. And, uh, we're, and then we're going to do uh, Etch on LA pop-ups at Smorgasburg. Oh, fuck yeah. So the next one, September. You got, you got shit going on. Well, trying to. You, trying got, to stay shit, busy. you got shit popping. But we're bringing over, actually, uh, we're doing a, hopefully, guest residency from, have you guys been to Novocaine Bar, by the way? No. You guys got to go to Novocaine. It's okay, fucking dope. It's his bar, but it's in City of Industry, or it's in Vernon. I'm always like, okay. I'm always saying I need to get to Vernon more. I'm, uh, Dude, when I, whenever I'm in the city of Vernon, I'm just like, huh, Dude. there's lots of buildings that house factories. Where's a good Dude, bar? Vernon, yeah. Vernon is the city that True Detective Season 2 is based on, yeah. where like the entire city is like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But go it's, to like, Vernon. it's like 90% industrial. But it's super dope. Like, uh, it's all it's all female bar, and they're all super oh, hot. Hell yeah. All right. I'm and they're all like, heading yeah. out to Vernon, folks. Yeah. So they're, they're going to we'll be the, broadcasting uh, live from Vernon. They're going to take over the bar at Smorgasburg, and then we're going to have Chili the vinyl club which is all female djs and i'm trying to find an all-female car club to do a car show so Damn. if you guys know anybody what's your what's your personal instagram lernando fopes learn <laughs> at lernando fopes yeah. follow Fopez. joel at at joel david miller follow me at at carl has follow the pod at at yap pod that's at y-a-p-p-o-d and email us at yap42069 at gmail.com still the greatest We're email address of we will send you personal letters oh, every day right. we will send you a personal letter and a Cuban cigar when you email us wait do you guys smoke weed every day are, are you have you done cannabis uh, cooking We'll, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about this once we're yeah. off air. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Short answer: Yes, Fernando. <laughs> thanks for so much for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for so much. Awesome. Thanks for we listening, guys. And we'll be back next week. Yep.